This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. I'm Dominic Vercasa, filling in for Cecilia and Damien, and this is Fifth Admission. San Francisco Mayor London Breed appointed Matt Dorsey, a top police department spokesperson, to represent District 6 on the city's Board of Supervisors. The appointment followed Matt Haney's ascension to the state assembly last week, which left a vacancy for his old job. Dorsey's worked in and around San Francisco politics and city government for decades, but has never held public office before. Breed said she picked Dorsey largely because of their shared approach to public safety and because of Dorsey's experiences as a recovering drug addict, which she said would be useful for a supervisor representing a district racked by a drug and overdose crisis. But at a time of renewed scrutiny over law enforcement, not everyone was happy to see a member of the police department's top brass step onto the board of supervisors. Chronicle staff writer Rachel Swan joins us now to unpack this significant appointment. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Dom. So let's start at the beginning. What are the people of District 6 getting with Matt Dorsey? And what is London Breed getting out of this selection? Well, Matt Dorsey would like to think that they are getting a great collaborator, a great uh, compromising force, someone who will mediate between the city's incredibly fractious political tribes He's someone who sees himself as a lifelong progressive who has sort of shifted more towards the moderates. He sees himself as someone who's really going to highlight public safety, who is himself a formerly recovering um, drug addict. So he's going to really uh, push for an end to the city's overdose crisis. And I guess second to that, he called himself an urbanist. He said he's going to push for uh, more housing in District 6. He's also going to try to alleviate congestion. So he, he's also cognizant that housing and transportation are issues there. And the mayor, does she get much more than a, a reliable vote on the Board of Supervisors, which, of course, for her has been in short supply uh, in the last couple of years? Well, you know, Dom, it's really interesting. I mean, this pick is in some ways risky for the mayor because there was a really big push to put Honey Mahogany, a black trans legislative aide on the board of supervisors. And, you know, Matt Dorsey is an entirely different choice. In some ways, he's seen as kind of an apologist for law enforcement. He's someone who worked in the command staff for the police force. So evidently, the mayor is signaling that this is what she thinks voters want. I mean, you don't take a risk unless you think you're going to win, right? She's up for re-election next year. So, you know, she is gambling that a real pro-public safety, pro-law enforcement, pro-more, possibly more police patrols is what people want now in this downtown district. And also, I just want to hearken back briefly to some of the recent rhetoric from the mayor's office around uh, stepping up law enforcement activity, stepping up the arrests of drug dealers uh, in in the Tenderloin in particular, which, 
as of just a couple of weeks ago, was still in District 6. The bruising city redistricting process uh, kicked it out of of D6, and that's now under uh, Supervisor Dean Preston. Uh, but I guess, do, do you see this perhaps? Is it, is it arguable that the pick represents, as you were saying, a, a doubling down on this public safety uh, approach and trying to emphasize that ahead of her reelection bid with this election? Is that fair to say? Oh, absolutely, Dom. You hit it right on the head. You know, this is her doubling down. This is her saying that public safety is the primary issue here. And it's also, I mean, we're, you know just a short time away from the potential recall, or at least the recall election of Chesa Boudin. So this is a real big messaging from her that, you know, this is an issue that she is going to own, that she is going to focus on. What were some of the reactions to Matt Dorsey's selection? After just a a very non-scientific, very quick scan of San Francisco politics Twitter, I got the distinct sense that not everyone was really elated about this pick, uh, particularly uh, people who have sought to uh, maintain a a very critical uh, and a very, um, you know, scrutinizing eye on the city's police force and in law enforcement in general. And and as you said, Matt Dorsey, though he's not a sworn officer, he certainly is not really going to be able to escape the comparisons and may not want to escape the sort of association with his former job at the police department. Oh, absolutely, Dom. And I mean, it was evident at the swearing in ceremony today. And it's, it's been evident in what's happening in uh, San Francisco politics of late. I mean, we just saw this big supervisors hearing about uh, so-called propaganda, you know, the messaging from the police department and how it shapes media narrative and the fear from some that, you know, the, the police department is is too close to certain journalists. And Matt Dorsey is, has been the, the, that's been his role, you know, in the police department. He's, he's very good at shaping narrative and he has been the person shaping the narratives for the police department. So that's, that's big in the discourse. That's what we saw on Twitter. It's interesting because Dorsey is really someone who, as I said, he considers himself progressive, but a lot of people saw his work in the police department as a, as a shift to the right. Like that was definitely a shift in his public image. And even, even today at the swearing in ceremony, I mean, you could see like an illustration of the fractiousness in San Francisco. Half the supervisors showed up. Most of the people who showed up were moderates. People from the Boudin recall campaign showed up. Chase Boudin showed up, but didn't really want to talk to reporters. He said he was kind of there to to scope it out and scope out the mood. So, I mean, you could, it was in a way like both an uplifting ceremony and kind of a tense ceremony. Stay with us. We'll take a quick break right now and come right back to talk more with The Chronicle's Rachel Swan after this. You're listening to Fifth Admission. You can support the newsroom that creates this podcast by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. So, Rachel, we talked a moment ago about Honey Mahogany. She was uh, Matt Dorsey's legislative aide for several years while Dorsey was in City Hall. Uh, she's widely expected to run. Uh, she uh, is a part owner of uh, of the stud. A lot of you know very uh, important uh, and deep roots in D six. I, I wonder, you know, given the timeline here, November really isn't all that far away. Dorsey doesn't have a lot of time to sit back and enjoy himself. He's going to have to run for a full term very soon. 
And we're also, of course, expecting Honey Mahogany to run for that seat as well, although I don't believe she's declared. I think Matt Haney has already declared his support for her and uh, has vowed to back her and lend any kind of resources that he can from Sacramento. But I guess my question is, what can you tell us about that upcoming race? I mean, this seems to have been, obviously, it's a big moment for Matt Dorsey, but it just, it seems to me that he's not really going to have much time to uh, to kick back and, and really feel out the supervisor's role before he's going to have to start running. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, this isn't a unusual in San Francisco, you know, I mean, there is a sense that people are kind of always campaigning for their next office, but, you know, I mean, he, he told reporters today that already he is planning to run. He, um, intends to run. So clearly, you know, he's going to hit the campaign trail right away. He's someone who's been a sort of a political strategist type person for a very long time. So he's very familiar with hardball politics of San Francisco. And there's there's no doubt it's going to be a tough race. I mean, supporters of Matt Dorsey see this as, you know, he's he's running on this specific set of policies. Honey Mahogany, who is more progressive, may to some extent run a little bit more on um, identity, you know, I mean, just the importance of being a black trans woman and how much that would mean for San Francisco. And, you know, clearly she has a lot of support. There's a lot of passion about having a uh, trans woman supervisor. So this is going to be a very, very interesting race. Well, Rachel, thanks so much for your reporting on this. And I think we should also uh, thank J.D. Morris for his uh, reporting on this selection as well. It's been a busy day. Thank you so much, Dom. You can find this story and all of Rachel's reporting at sfchronicle.com and on the Chronicle app. Our thanks to King Kaufman for producing this episode and to you for listening. For Fifth and Mission, I'm Dominic Fercasa.